In Parshas Matos, it's related that after the Yidden had a victory over Midian, they brought all of the captives, all of the spoils to Moshe, and Hashem commanded to count all of the spoils from amongst the captives of both the people and the animals, and to divide it between those people that went out to war, the soldiers, and the rest of the Yidden, half to each. A tax should be taken for Hashem from the people that went out to war, and that would be one out of every 500. That should be given to Elazar HaKoyen, and from the half that the Bnei Yisrael would get, one out of every 50 would be taken, and that would be given to the Levim. The Pasuk then says, Vayas Moshe Ve'elazar HaKoyen, that they did exactly as Hashem commanded. But then the Pasuk goes on to detail the exact numbers of each and every one of the coins. Exactly what would be considered half of each and every kind that would belong to those people that went out to war, as well as how many would then be given as the tax to Hashem from that group. And it goes on to elaborate and to detail from each and every kind, the people, the cattle, the donkeys, and so on. Then it discusses how many of these were in the half of the Bnei Yisroel, again of each and every kind. And the Pasa concludes from the half that went to the Bnei Yisroel, one out of every 50 was taken. But in this case, it does not give us anymore all the detailed numbers of the tax that was given to the Levim from the half of the Bnei Yisroel. The Rebbe says, seemingly it's completely not understood. Why does the Pasuk need to give us all the details of these numbers? Wouldn't have it been sufficient by saying that Moshe and Elazar HaKoyin did what Hashem said? Why is it relevant to know how many were in the spoils generally, as well as of each and every kind? And even if we want to say that the Torah wants us to know for some reason all the details of what happened, it would have been sufficient to know the number of spoils, and by itself we would have been able to understand exactly what would be considered half, how many of these go to the people going out to war, and how many is one out of every 500, and so too in regards to the second half. On the other hand, if for some reason the Torah does want to write it all in detail, why is it that when it comes to the second half, the Torah does not tell us how many were given to the Levim, one out of 50, exactly how much that works out to be. The Rebbe says another point. Since all these questions are when we learned the simple pshat of the psukim, Rashi seemingly should have answered it. And as discussed many times, Rashi in his explanation on Torah explains anything that will be difficult when we learn the simple meaning of the psukim. And since Rashi does not give us any explanation, it doesn't answer these questions, that's obviously a proof that when we learn these psukim, in Pshut Yishol Mikra, there's no room for these questions at all. Everything is self-understood. The Ramban answers that the reason the Pasek needed to tell us these details, exactly how many were in each half, and so too with the taxes, is to let us know that from, when the, from the day that they took the spoils and the captives until the day that they counted it and divided it and took off the taxes and gave it to Elazar HaKoyen, 
from all of this big, huge amount of cattle, not even one died, and that was a big miracle. And so too, in regards to the second half that went to the Levim. And this is why the Pasuk is enumerating and telling us these numbers. However, says the Rebbe, in addition to the fact that it's still difficult, why doesn't the Torah tell us also the tax that was given to the Levim in the exact numbers? But what's also not understood is, even according to Pshut Yishol Mikro, we know that Hashem does not cause any miracles to happen in vain. Why would Hashem make such a miracle? If it's only that the Yidden shouldn't have any loss of money so no animals are dying... Well, we don't find anywhere that a miracle should, be hap- should happen for this particular purpose. Obviously, Hashem has many ways to cause that the Yidden shouldn't have any loss. Why is there a need for such a miracle? So the Rebbe explains. If the Torah would have just said that Hashem said what to do, exactly how to divide it and what taxes to take, and that Moshe Rabbeinu did it and nothing else, there would be a very, very big question which would apply even when learning the simple meaning of the Pasuk. Alpiteva, by nature, when we take spoils, when we have people and animals, it's completely uncommon that the number of each and every one of the different species and the different kinds that were there should be exact to such a degree that every half should be the right size that you should be able to take off one out of 500, as well as one out of 50 from the other side, without having any remainder. To use the words of Chazal, you can't have numbers that are things that are so exact usually. And therefore in our case, since Hashem said to take a tax one out of every 50 from the portion of Bnei Yisrael, one out of 500 from the portion of the army, so there also should have been some sort of command what to do with the remainder. And this is why the Pasuk enumerates and says, these are all the numbers and the details of what was taken to let us know the exact amazing accuracy in all of these number of each individual kind that there was an exact number from which you were able to take one out of 50 and one out of 500 and there was no remainder at all. Now, what about the miracle that we said Hashem doesn't do miracles in vain? Well, we can say, says the Rebbe, that this is a, a kind of thing that's completely against nature, like Avram that was not burnt when he was thrown into the fiery furnace and or Kazdim or similar miracles, because nature also doesn't dictate that it's impossible that the numbers should be exact. So it's not th- that kind of miracle, because it's also possible that it should be exact. But it's definitely very, very uncommon. And this is why the Pasuk needs to, allow, uh, needs to specify that this is exactly what happened. But the question is, nevertheless, at the end of the day, this is something that's quite unlikely and very, very not common. So why did this happen in this particular case? And the explanation is, as the Pasuk tells us, after it says, that you should take the tax for Hashem from the people that went out to war, one out of 500. The Pasuk then says, From half of them you should take and give to Elazar, etc. From the fact that the Pasuk says, From the half you should take, which similar, seemingly, these are extra words, it's obvious that the Abishta wanted that we should take the one out of 50 and one out of 500 out of the full half, out of the full 50%. If there is a remainder then from that little bit, you're not actually taking anything. 
And therefore, there had to be these exact numbers, so we should be able to take from the full amount a proper tax. However, says the Rebbe, it's still not understood. The Abish just said to divide the spoils. That means to say you need to have two exact equal parts. And seemingly, since we had such a tremendous number as the Pasuk enumerates and says, surely a lot of time would have passed from when we started counting all the people and animals until we finished counting. Afterwards, as the Pasuk specifies, we need to divide all the spoils and then take the taxes from the people and so on. And usually, again, it would be impossible, it wouldn't be something very regular, that during this whole time, not one of them would have died from all the people and the animals, from such a big amount of 840,000. And if even one of them would have died, then the two halves wouldn't be equal, and again, you would have some sort of remainder from which a tax wasn't taken. Therefore, the Pasuk needs to tell us also the amount of the half that went to the Bnei Yisrael to, to tell us that the second half was exactly as the same size as the first half. Because another unusual thing happened, that not one single one died from the people and of the animals. But again, as I said before, there was nothing against nature over here, completely against nature, that is. And the reason is, so that the Bnei Yisrael should be able to fulfill the tzivuy of Hashem. And therefore, the half of the Bnei Yisrael would be exactly equal as the half of the people of the army. And there wouldn't be any remainders. Now, once the Pasuk tells us all of this, there's no need anymore to tell us the numbers 1 out of 50, as said before, this would have been self-understood. Rather, it just needs to tell us in a general way, that Moshe Rabbeinu took from the half of the Bnei Yisrael 1 out of every 50, etc. In other words, in summary, just to, just to clarify these last few points, what the Rebbe is saying is, the first thing is we had to make sure, the Pasuk needs to tell us all the numbers to show us that even after all the counting, and after the, ha- the first half was given to the people that went out to war, there was exact numbers that we should be able to take the one out of 500. But once we see that the numbers are exact numbers, what they are, once the Pasuk specified all the numbers, all we then need to go ahead and say that the Bnei Yisrael, the other half, also got their, the Bnei Yisrael got their half. And now we don't need a lo- we don't we no longer need to go through all the numbers because we know already what all those numbers are from before, and we can understand that one out of every fifty will be able to be taken. The Rebbe says, We could explain this in the following way. In other words, the idea that the Pasik actually specifically specifies the half that went to the people that went out to war, and not the part that went out to Bnei Yisrael, the Rebbe is going to explain in an interesting halachic way, why, that's, why that is so. The sheet of the Bahag, that's the Baal Halachis Gdoilois, is that this obligation of taking tax from the spoils of Minyan, he actually holds this as counted as one of the 613 mitzvahs. Now the Rambam disagrees. According to the Rambam, since this is a mitzvah that does not apply for future generations, it is not counted as one of the 613 mitzvahs. Now the Ramban tries to defend the Bahag and say that according to the Bahag, this tax that was taken from Midian is something that would apply for future generations in wars and so on. So the Sefer Zoyar Arakia, the Peter Zoyar Arakia, asks the following question. The Gemara clearly says that Trumas Midyon does not apply for future generations. How then could the Ramban suggest and say that this is the reason for the Bahag that it is a mitzvah that applies for future generations? 
So the Noida Yehuda, who quotes this question of the Zoyer Arakiah, answers in the following way. We just said there were two halves. The part of the Bnei Yisrael, meaning the people that didn't go out to war, that's the one that the Gemara means that does not apply for future generations. Because in future generations, we would not actually give half of the spoils and of the captives to the people that didn't go out to war. Whereas the half, the truma, the tax that was taken from the half of the people that did go out to war, this would apply in future generations according to the Bahag. This is the way the Noida Behuda explains it. And the Rebbe says to look there more at length for the details. But the Rebbe says based on this we can now understand why the half that's being given to the people that went out to war, this is the one the Torah does elaborate on and specify because it's going to be re- more relevant for future generations. Whereas the half that went to the Bnei Yisrael, since this is not going to be relevant for future generations, this is the half that the Torah just tells us briefly about. And now the Rebbe finishes off with a hoirah from all of this on the first Piddush, the one that we said in Pshutei Shal Mikra. And that is how precious the idea of mitzvahs that are performed by Bnei Yisroel is to Hashem. That so many things happen in such an unusual way, only that the Yidin should be able to fulfill the mitzvah properly. And not only when they're doing the mitzvah does Hashem cause and help us that we shouldn't have any distractions and hindrances and so on, but even before the time it comes to fulfill the mitzvah practically, Hashem makes so many things happen and causes so many things just so that in a long time from now, we'll be able to do the mitzvah properly. Like in our case, the people, the animals of Midian, each and every one of them were an exact number. And for a very long time, none of them died from the people and the animals, just so that the Yidin should be able to do the mitzvah properly, as explained before, that there should be the exact amount, a full half, and there shouldn't be remainders and so on. Says the Rebbe itself understood that in order that during the war with Bnei Yisrael against Midian, you should have those exact amounts of people and animals, the exact numbers of thousands, in order to divide one and give the halves, and then one out of 500 and one out of 50, there first had to be a long process beforehand. There was the business that the people of Midian had to lead before that, and the raising of their cattle, and so many other things for a long time, in a, in all, all in order to fit this picture to eventually get to these numbers. In other words, a very long time before the war, Hashem caused so many things to happen that the people of Midian should be involved in certain business transactions and to raise their animals in a particular way. That when the time will come and the hidden will need to fulfill the mitzvah of Hashem in regards to these spoils and captives, they will be able to do this mitzvah properly. From here we have the oirah to each and every one of us that we shouldn't be impacted and worry about any sort of distractions, a thing that tries to hold us back in doing a mitzvah. And if sometimes it seems to us that we cannot perform a mitzvah, we shouldn't be concerned, we should be um, assured and rely that the Abishta will definitely cause whatever needs to be done so that we should be able to do the mitzvahs properly.